Welcome to the 100% New Mexico podcast with Dr. Catherine Ortega-Courtney and Dominic Capello, co-directors of the Anna Age 8 Institute. Today's topic is continuous quality improvement. Continuous quality improvement is a framework that's used basically to improve organizational outcomes. This was a framework that started in the private sector in um, actually car manufacturing, which is basically the really simple process of assess, plan, act, evaluate. And people can use other names for it or other phases for the cycle, but really it boils down to really assessing a problem, planning before you act, and then acting. What we saw a lot in government and in other um, organizations is that people tend to act without doing first doing the two steps of um, assessing and planning. So a problem can arise and um, immediately people want to act. It's just human nature to want to intervene as soon as a problem arises. What that creates, though, is a, is a framework where um, ideas are just based on people's gut feelings or what they think might work. What continuous quality improvement does is it really forces people to use data and research to make decisions. So in order to assess a problem, first you have to understand it. And that includes understanding where specifically the problem is, looking at root causes, and really um, digging into what might be driving this problem. The planning phase really involves a lot of research. What has worked in other places? Has someone else already solved this problem? Is there evidence that a certain thing might work? And that's a really key piece that um, is often skipped over, but is really, really important to make sure that our resources are allocated correctly, that we're dedicating time and energy to really fixing a problem instead of possibly going down trails that might not work. Acting is really, um, you know, implementing the solution, monitoring it. And then the other key piece is evaluation. So we don't just act and then be done with it. We want to make sure that our interventions are working. So that's the evaluation piece. Is the is what's happening what we expected to happen? And part of the planning phase involves creating a logic model, which also involves a hypothesis. So it really boils down to if we do A, we think B will happen. And that helps us stay focused on our goals, stay focused on our outcomes, as well as helps drive the evaluation process. The other key thing about CQI is it's a continuous cycle. So once you're done... Um, evaluating, you go right back to assessing. Is the problem solved? Is there a new problem? What do we need to do about that? And really looking at the data and seeing what, how that is leading us into our next phases. We go into a county and are talking about the 100% community initiative. We, we explain that this is actually a countywide continuous quality improvement process that we will be as as a team and actually I should say as a, as a, as 10 teams as you know we we're, we're going to have a team for each of our surviving and thriving services um, and they will be looking at their problems and then they will use the continuous quality improvement or CQI process you know on a practical level in one county they were looking at at the area of food and food security and addressing food insecurity and hunger. And instead of just, you know, meeting as a group and talking about the problem and saying, you know, let, let, let's do something now, let's move fast, this is an urgent problem, they, they were able to 
to understand that weight, let's, let's assess. Let's stop and let's look in our county how many food banks and how many food pantries, how many food programs do we have? So they took the time as a team, and it didn't take a long time actually, to just identify um, how many organizations were involved. And what was really interesting, and this is in rural New Mexico, that they found about 10 organizations that did this work. And when they looked at all of them, they kind of lined them up and looked at you know, when these groups offer services. And they were able to see that basically about two hours a day, each day, there would be a window where someone who needed food could get food. Um, but if you if you couldn't make it at, if you couldn't make it between eleven and one, you weren't going to get food on a Thursday. And then when they looked, they went, wait, on Sunday there's nothing. So if, you, if for some reason a mom and two kids has run out of food, there there's not going to be any food on Sunday. So this was their assessment process, and this is really valuable. As a matter of fact, this really helped us because we we were able to make a an online directory to to access food services so we could know and people could click. But because they knew where the gaps were, they could then start talking about planning, moving from assessment to planning. And then in planning, it's okay, where are the gaps? Where do they exist? Who are our partners in this process? And from there, they could then make a plan using a logic model. And from that, they would be able to take on, you know, a project that could possibly possibly fix one agency, um, expand their hours, um, get more collaboration going from that plan, getting buy into the plan, then moving to action, testing out how this new project works, and then moving to evaluation. Really standing back and seeing how how did the, how did this work? Did this solve the problem? Are are more families able to get access? So this is why CQI is so important. Moving from one phase to another. Um, constantly. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Feel free to contact the Anna Age 8 Institute via email at annaage8 at nmsu.edu to see a full list of available podcasts and to learn more about the 100% New Mexico Initiative, please go to 100nm.org. To learn more about the Anna Age 8 Institute, part of the New Mexico State University College of Agriculture, Consumer, and Environmental Sciences Cooperative Extension Service, please go to annaage8.nmsu.edu.